Hi, I'm Jade Madison Scott, the creator of The Bookmarks, and this is a fun little note from me to you so you know what the heck is going on. The show you're about to listen to, The Bookmarks, is an improv comedy. Short outlines were written so the actors would have a plot skeleton to work with, but the words, the character choices, that's all them just making it up as they go. And because this is a book podcast that parodies book podcasts, I want to make it clear that the authors and books the characters talk about are absolute fiction, totally made up by the actors on the spot, so there's no need to Google is blah to blah a real book, because it's not. The actors are just so good to make you think it is. All right, that's all I wanted to say, so let's get to why you're really here. Please enjoy the show. <coughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Bookmarks. I am your host, Mark Bookerson. And I'm Mark Hal Bookerson, no relation. <coughs> Uh, you may notice that the sound quality is maybe a little bit different, and that's because we're recording in a completely different place than we usually do. We are actually at Markel and Jess's apartment, because unfortunately, Markel is down with a case of the fuzzy wumps. Oh, that it's is not, not good. that bad. God, you could die from the fuzzy wumps. This is just a cold. I'm fine. Uh, the constant snot that you have been blowing up into these tissues i think begs to differ but that's besides the point because what we're here to do is review books not talk about the common cold uh i'll be taking care of the podcast and making mark no, hell a no, little bit of no, soup no no we're co-hosts i can do this i can do this today we are reviewing the autobiography, the incredible Isabel Icarus. <coughs> All right, um, I'm gonna get that that soup for you. I'm gonna go go check on that because you are not. No, not soup, Mark. No, we don't talk about soup. Yeah, we don't have to talk about soup, but you do need to eat some soup. All right, and hey, look, I got some uh some Theraflu for you right there. So, go ahead, take a sip of that, all right? Okay. Stop talking. Gotta rest your voice, rest your Don't vocal cords. <laughs> we are super excited to read this book. It is honestly one of the best autobiographies out there on the market currently. And Isabella Karamas is just such a, a prolific oh. figure in our world. And three, two, one, and bam. Yeah, we're going to be talking about the autobiography of Isabella Karamas entitled The Incredible Isabella Karamas. Uh, you know, I, I'm a huge fan of autobiographies myself. I think anyone who's anyone has one. Don't care, I'm going to... Uh, okay. Uh, Oprah... Baya Angelou a couple times. Uh, Barack Obama. The strain isn't going to steer itself. Okay. Um, she is having some wonderful dreams right now. Um, I wonder what else she's going to... Pleasure to meet you, President Musk. Wow, she is in a world all her own right now. Uh, this is one one phenomenal book. I mean, I can only hope to live half the life that uh, Miss Igaramas has. She's just amazing. You know, I could never do the skydiving that she does. She's quite the nature uh, and skydiving enthusiast, but I- I'm just going to have to, you know, one day work up the strength to, to be able to skydive like she does. Uh, she-, she just absolutely loves that stuff. Um, 
so oh oh wait a minute is something burning is something oh my god the soup how did i let this happen again oh i cannot live through this a second time uh we will be right back after these brief messages good to commercial Once the thing of fantasy, now you too can walk among the red dust of Mars. Mars, the home of new New Cape Town. Climb the incredible Olympus Mons. Trek through the inimitable Valles Marineris. Stay in one of the numerous luxurious hotels in the Martian capital, New Pretoria. <coughs> oh yeah, you you can you can. I'll take care of this. Uh, forget everything Thanks. that you've heard. Mars is a perfect wonderland. Everyone is happy. Nothing hurts. Fly up and over. We promise once you get here, you'll never leave. Never want to leave. Huh. You'll never want to leave. Uh, you can leave anytime you want. I promise. Mark, what are we reading? I just... I pay for the ad spot. Right. Okay, okay, okay. Get ready to visit the Red Planet, meet President Elon Musk, and have the time of your life on Mars. All right, everyone. This week on the podcast, we are discussing the autobiography, The Incredible Isabel Icaramis. Uh, you know, Markel is asleep, but I have to note she was a huge fan of the alliteration in the title. It just really got her goat going uh and got her goat going another alliterative statement you know i'm just feeling it today uh isabelic ramis a, a true renaissance woman i mean when i think of people who inspire me this is someone who's just at the forefront uh of of my list you know she wrote several autobiographies throughout her career um I think some of her most famous ones from sales were uh, The Life and Times with the Winter Wizard, uh, Life on the Commune, Sunflower Living. There were just some real classics amongst those. But I honestly think that, you know, she has outdone herself with this most recent one. And, and honestly, you know, reading a lot of her earlier writings actually didn't, you know, inspire me to want to become a writer myself, you know, I actually hope to one day write my own autobiography in the same vein. And to sort of kind of get into what this book talks about, you know, it talks about her life growing up in Ohio uh, with very wealthy sunflower farming parents. You know, they really had the, the market cornered on sunflowers just on a world level. Uh, if her accounts are to be believed, actually, because, you know, they had developed a, a new sunflower technique that involved very particular flowering times, uh, which really made their sunflowers much more valuable than everyone else's. Uh, and so she grew up sort of a trust fund child, you know, very, very wealthy, capable of doing many things just by, by nature of, of having the money to do so. But uh, around the age of 21 years old, you know, she abandoned her life uh, as, you know, a super rich, wealthy socialite in Ohio 
to kind of live a more bohemian lifestyle on a commune for 20 years where she took her parents' sunflower recipe and perfected it. I mean, I don't know if you have had uh, Ikaramas' sunflower seeds, but I mean, there's no competing. They are, by and large, the best sunflower seeds on the market. And she actually recently released a cookbook sort of as a companion piece to her autobiography, Cooking with Ikaramas, uh, where she actually has a recipe in there for just the most delectable tofu quiche that she herself developed. It actually uses those sunflower seeds. I mean, I had Jean-Pierre make one for me just so I could kind of know what exactly we were dealing with here. And when I tell you that that quiche is the real deal, whoo, that is delicious. Uh, you know, she actually goes further into the book to kind of detail some of the time she spent uh, living in the commune, hiking around the mountains with her husband, Leander, and her uh, several children, uh, just completely barefoot living off of, of berries, water, sunflower seeds, and tofu. And uh, I actually really love the section of the book where, you know, her commitment to this lifestyle actually gets her noticed by the winter wizard of Flinder Ga Flinderhausen. Uh, that was the name of the place where the commune was actually located. Uh, and the winter wizard, you know, takes a shine to her and sort of just really introduces her to this whole new lifestyle uh, of being an arcane spellcaster, of practicing, you know, cryomancy, of combating chronomancy, because as we all know, chronomancy is the natural enemy to cryomancy. It's been very big in world politics recently, so it was actually very insightful to kind of see, you know, firsthand uh, accounts of someone who was on the ground level sort of dealing with what, who is probably one of the most prominent cryomancers of our generation uh you know and Ikaramas has just done so much for this world I mean starting a charity for endangered honeybees uh be more present uh leading a protest against honey companies uh with inhumane regulations that's actually what the movie bee movie was based on she even has a bee tattoo on her arm. I mean, I mean, this lady has done everything. And honestly, on a more personal note, I think the reason that she's so inspiring to me is because she grew up in this very wealthy but stifling environment in a manner very similar to my own upbringing. You know, I, I really related uh, to that. But she left that to go live in a in a commune, spending some time just in a cave with bears, living as the bears do, grabbing fish from the streams, uh, communing with the bees to actually communicate for honey, working out a treaty between the bears and the bees to create, you know, a more equitable, equitable trade uh, of honey between the two of them. I mean, the bear population is flourishing right now, as are the bees, because, you know, this this thousands of year long war between the two of them was single handedly put to rest by her. And I mean, she has skydived. She she loves skydiving. It's sort of a hobby of her. She has skydived in Rome, East Paris, Lisbon, Accra, Old London, New Cape Town, New New Cape Town, the entirety of Russia. I mean, she started from one end, jumped out the plane, and just headed diagonally across the entirety of the country. I mean, all while wearing a 10-pound Russian hat. It's 
remarkable what this woman has done. And then, you know, returned back to the commune to live with her children and the winter wizard. Uh, Just truly an inspiration. I mean, she's... Oh, I, I think Markel's waking up. Markel, how are we doing, buddy? How are we feeling? Where's the soup? Oh, so, you know, funny story about the soup. Kind of burned it. Didn't know you could burn soup like that, but you totally can. Completely black. So I ordered some clam chowder, and that's going to be here super soon. And you're going to be able to eat that up. It's going to have little crackers. And I got you some uh, of the little ginger ale, you know. Uh, Corinthia oh, always got yeah. that for me when I was sick. And so, you know, I just think you're going to be, you're going to be feeling great. So why don't you just lay back on down, bud? No, no, no. I can, I can, I, I feel fine. I can do this. I can get up. I, uh, I right. liked the book too. Um, I don't know what you were talking about, but I liked the scene when she was hiking along the, uh, the Pacific North Northwest Trail, and that's that's the one that you have to like do a planar shift in order to access it. I, the whole scene where she could get it through the tub. <coughs> okay, Markel, Markel, you you uh, sound awful. I right don't now. Like, sound I'm sorry. awful. No, you, you need to take better care of yourself. I do take right? care of myself. Have you, have you taken your nasal spray yet? No, I don't like things up my nose in the liquid form. Yeah, well, no one Air likes only. taking nasal spray. You need to take it, though. No, I don't want to take it. I Markel? don't. No, get that away from me. Markel, get, take no, your nasal do spray. Do not, don't you come Markel, near me with that. No, 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 no. What would Corinthia no. say no. If, if I said no to the nasal spray? That's what I'm saying to you right now. Take the nasal don't spray. Markel, get over here and take the nasal spray. Ow! Ow! Did you just flip me? I told you to not do that. Is that what you teach in Taekwondo? Yes, Taekwondo. Yes. Man, maybe I need to, you know, start going to Taekwondo classes more. Dex check! Bam! Nasal spray! Yeah, they don't call me the fastest hand in the Northeast for nothing. How does it feel... It feels kind of cold and slimy, but I guess it's not that bad. Yeah, and you can breathe again, can't you? I mean, I could breathe before, but yeah. I mean, I guess I could breathe a little bit, a little bit better. I think I need to take a nap. Yeah, I think that is a smart move. Yeah, help me. I'll open up the couch for you. Yeah, help me with the pullout. Okay. Good night. All right, buddy. Coming up, we have a very special guest. Stay tuned. Wow. Today on the podcast, we have someone who is... A true inspiration. They've done a little bit of everything. You've heard a lot about them today. Folks, please welcome Isabel Ikaramis to the podcast. Great to have you here, Isabel. 
Thank you, Mark. Thank you. Thank you for spending some time with me and your busy schedule. Oh, my, my busy Very schedule. Excited. My busy oh, schedule. Oh, your busy schedule. Listen, I just finished writing a book, so I have nothing to do now. Oh, and, and, and what a book it was, Isabel. I mean, Ugh. this book lives up to the name. It's just astounding to think of all of the, the many things Things that you've done throughout your life, the experiences that you've yes. had, the journeys you've been on, the friends, the foes, it's all, it's just so rich. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I have seen quite a bit in my life, I, I must admit. <laughs> now, just to sort of kind of start getting into the, the, the text here, I mm. want to talk a, a bit about your time living in the commune in Fleeter got Fleeterhausen. Mm, yes. I mean... The, the Fluterhus for oh, anybody who has intel. The Fluterhus. I know you would not believe. It was truly astounding. I suppose I should start off with my experience as the backup manager for Zam. And, yes, and for the Sam. folks, I know we probably have some younger, you know, listeners here on the podcast. Mm-hmm. This is this is Mamma Mia Zam. OK, this. Oh, yes. This is one of the most prolific music groups of all time, quite frankly. Yes, uh, they have done Mamma Mia. They have done Here I Go Again. Uh, Here I Go Again, I think, is my personal favorite. Oh, it's but, a classic. You know. It's a classic, I know, Zam. And they're wonderful. Uh, I wore a an assortment of hats for them. I was their band painter for mm. some time. Mm. I was also into necromancy. Oh, really? For the band. Yes, I don't know if you would have heard, but they are very avid necromancers. And my work with the Winter Wizard, of course. I did not know that. I'm That's sure very interesting. In my book. Yes, yes. Oh, I mean, let's uh, let me let's actually some... start getting into that, right? Mm. Your time with the Winter Wizard. Uh, yes. You know, yes. what What was it like working with the White Wizard, Archmage of oh. Ice, Gathrinel? I mean, that is, that's oh quite the, the boss to have, you know? Mm. Gathrinel, yes, yes. Boss is a word for it, I wouldn't ask my husband about it if I were you, of course, oh, but, <laughs> oh, you know, Catherineelle, husbands, it's, it's in the lore of the Winter Witch, which I also highly recommend reading, but only after my book, of course. Oh, of course, of course. It was a roller coaster of emotions. We did a lot of community outreach with the mermaid community that mm-hmm. lives right outside of the commune. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are many, many shorelines of which there were many fisher people, which are in fact, surprisingly enough, fish who also fish. So, and I, I, as you can imagine, I the do, politics I, are hot. I, I want to talk a little bit about those region. politics, right? Because you you did yes. write about that in your books about the ethics of, of, you know, mm. fish men being fishermen. Uh, what was yes. it like working on that? Working to kind of push oh, awareness well, of that. Right. Well, mermaids against fishing is a very divided 
community, I would say. And mm -hmm. I know in America, cannibalism is a very touchy subject, but for the fishermen, it's not so taboo. However, the mermaids against fishing, they get a little competitive, you see. And that's how we are really viewing our political campaign, the Winter Wizard and I, wow. from a perspective of acceptance rather than close-mindedness. I just want to be clear with what I'm hearing here. Uh, Isabella, are you throwing your hat in to this race for our next political revolution year? Well, technically it is the Winter Wizard, uh, but every good president has had a campaign manager who has been tugging the strings behind the scenes, of course. Oh, wow. And yes, I, I would say the tides are strongly rolling towards that possibility. Uh, what what are some of your sort of core issues that you plan on tackling in this political revolution year? I mean, what what oh. drove you to want to to run? Well, I I think that the platform really is indicative to the Winter Wizard's view that fish are people. Mm -hmm. uh, fish are people, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. It's undeniable. And I think that America as a whole these days really doesn't view it as such. And I think that there really needs to be room for some heavy political change. And perhaps, I'm not going to say it, but brute force may be the thing that really rattles Americans' brains. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's looking like it's going to be one of uh, the more messy political revolution years. So I'm, I'm happy to hear that, you know, someone I look up to so much is going to be throwing their hat in the ring. You might be a little bit of a dark horse candidate, but, you know, I have my faith in you 100%. You know, you have my mm, support. I won't you. be voting because, you know, oh, it's not really well, a voting. Not? Well, it's not really looking like we're going to be getting votes uh, this cycle. Well. But that is true, Mark. But hey, I'm behind you all the way. To, yes, we're gonna keep the little R word revolt to ourselves. Of course, of course. I don't know if the Winter Wizard would be very happy with me to go on a radio show and talk about all of the, let's say, plans that fish people have in store for Americans. But definitely, it, definitely, it should, it should be shocking. Wow. Uh, mm. Just just awe inspiring. I, I sort of want to talk to you now, kind of getting back into this book about your time on on the commune, uh, living mm. with your family, you know, working with the winter wizard, Gath Renell. Uh, what was it yes. like having your your family and your children, you know, non magical entities <sighs> sort of around this very magical space? Oh, goodness. Oh, well. It was enlightening. Uh, fish living with people, people living with fish. I mean, my daughter's best friend is a carp. Wow. Uh, where else could you even imagine having that sort of cultural experience? I think a friend of mine but, has a carp cousin. But, oh, you know, uh, well, you should give them my number after the show. Oh, I'm well, sure do. I would. You, yes, yes, you should, you should. So Fluterhoos is, uh, how can you say it? Um, 
liberating, truly liberating. Um, I wouldn't necessarily ask my husband what his opinion is on that, but the interview is with me, not with him. So I would say <sighs> we're very pro-fish household uh, at this point. Definitely, definitely. A and, you know, how are your kids sort of taking to this new experience? You know, you talk about in the book upro uprooting them from mm. Ohio to move to Fluterhus. So what was the experience mm. like for them, you know, going from a very, you know, place where, where there's planes and, and corn and whatnot, you know, and not a lot of society to to this place where they are now interacting with all sorts of different kinds of people. What was that shift like for them, you know, from a mother's perspective? Oh, goodness, of course. Well, I always like to say, well, where there's no corn, there's seaweed. Mm -hmm. And I, I really feel like that is the voice of our household now. My children really took to eating seaweed and kelp and shark chum for breakfast. Um, and my son would wake up in the middle of the night crying and, I, and I'd be like, darling, what is the matter? And, and he would say, mommy, I wish I had fins. Mm. And I really think that they will grow up to be very well-adjusted adults. And I think that's an experience that will be invaluable for them as humans. Wow, that that is is just is just beautiful. And and you know, I just I thank you so much for feeling so comfortable on this podcast to just share that with me, you know. I just Of course. To hear your stories firsthand, it's so much more enlightening than reading them on the page. Oh, well, don't tell that to your viewers. Hey. You all should still read the book, read the book. Oh, they'll they'll you, read the book, you know. We oh, will make sure read they the read book, the book. I'm sure. It won't have anything to do with that charm that the Winter Wizard put in the foreword. <laughs> but... There was a... Unimportant. Continue. I just think you really fostered a, a very welcoming atmosphere for me, and I'm I'm very grateful for that. Yeah, and, and, you know, I'm sure if Markel was awake, she would, you know, say the same, echo the same sentiments. You know, she was really excited to have you on the podcast, but unfortunately, you know, that cold's really taking her out right now. Oh, dear, it's a cold? Yes. Oh, well, I didn't know that. You don't think that she heard any of this, do you? The, of the conversation? Well, yes, I mean, um, if it's a cold. She, I'm pretty sure she's sort of conked out you know we gave her some medicine and she sort of just honk shoo honk shoo snore me 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 you know um, okay i just i must admit i met a young woman who looked just like her in montenegro and that young woman also had a cold and i'm telling you mark it did not end very well you said they they looked like markel identical i believe are you <laughs> sure this is not the first time that she's had a cold? I mean, I'm sure she's had a cold at some other point in her life, but I don't know why Ma Markel would be in Montenegro. She kind of just, you know, goes to work at the temp agency and then comes and hangs out with me and works some other jobs occasionally and then goes to sleep at home. It's just a very normal kind of daily life. I must be confused then. It's... 
Montenegro is the origin of colds. They come from a, a very strange, very abrasive community of young wolves. And I must have sworn that I saw her there, but my mind is not as clear as it used to since I'm under the control of the Winter Wizard now. But thank you for having me, Mark. Yeah, of course, you know, it's it's been a pleasure having you on the podcast. You know, we'll we'll share some closing thoughts but first just a brief little commercial break uh and we will see all you viewers in a brief second here's that commercial (sighs) all right everyone my next door neighbor ashley that's a s h silent h double l E E I G H Q Q X Y Z one two three Ashley caught me delivering pizzas in a gorilla costume. I only do that on weekends. Anyway, she's here to read a poem for you. So go ahead, Ashley. Thank you, Markel. This is called A Whale's. Tale. I love whales. They're man's best friend. Not like lions, tigers, bears, which are women's best friend. A man once said the whale must be liberated, free to roam the cold ocean's blue, free to flip its tail and swim to you. He has other friends that will swim there too. The man tears down the whale, may I ask the man? Why did you tear down that whale's tail? What did the whale ever do to you, sir? What did it ever do to you? It is easy to find sadness in this tale. It is easy to find anger in the whale. But we will sail the ocean blue in a big sail with our friends too. So free Willy and show the whales that we love them. Thank you. Okay, great. You did your poem and now can we forget about the gorilla suit and the pizza because I can't let Mark know about that because he will never let me live it down. Are you going to give me the coupon? I just, Are you going to give me the coupon, Markel? Fine, here's the coupon for an extra pizza and a free cookie. Garby Square? What about the soda? <sighs> and the soda. Thank you. God, I hate little kids. I'll be watching you. <gasps> Well, Isabel, that is all the time we have on the show for you this week. But I just want to thank you from the oh. bottom of my heart so much for coming. You you are truly such an inspiration. No. Being in your presence just fills oh, me with stop. sort of like the feeling of Christmas morning when you run downstairs and open oh. a present and you look outside and you see snow falling. That's well, how I that's feel. that's cryomancy right for you, isn't you. it? 
that's cryo man that's it's so cryo cool. it's just so cool. thank you mark you are truly so kind your words are so kind thank you for allowing me to talk oh, about my little stop, book stop i so appreciate it the winter wizard also appreciates it it's not every day that oh. one of his conduits gets to come on a radio show so thank you anything for you oh. anything for Catherine L the winter it's wizard been a you know like i said huge fan of both oh. well the sun just flickered i think that means that i should get home there's some freezers that need attending to so i really must go oh, yeah definitely <laughs> yes look it was great having you, and I, I wish you the safest of thank journeys. Thank you, thank you, oh. truly, truly. Oh. oh! Hey, Marco. Oh, no, did I sleep through the interview? You did. Oh, oh dang okay. it! No, no, you'll I'm just have so to listen sorry. to it. It's cool. Oh. It's nothing to worry about, nothing to worry about. Oh, well, there's my ride. Thank you, oh. though. Thank you for having me. Oh my thank God. you for having me. Oh, my uh, God. Thank Why, you where, what for is, what coming. Is, where did that come from? Have a good one. Thank Whoa. you. Yeah. Bye. 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 Uh, for the folks oh. at home who didn't see that, a, a blue mystery machine-esque van uh, apparated into Markel's apartment in a very non-Euclidean manner before Isabella Karamis levitated off the ground and apparated through the van before the van once again disappeared in a flash of blue light. So... Now she's gone. Yeah. Oh, that was so cool. She was so cool. She was... That was so cool. Honestly, probably my favorite guest we've had so far. And we've had some cool guests. Well, what happened? What did she talk about? What did you say? What happened? Tell me! Well, I guess if you must know, I mean, Isabel Ikaramas is just the coolest person I have ever met in my life. Like, top five idols all time. She came on and she was talking about, like, her sunflower plants and stuff and how she she works for, like, the Winter Wizard, the Archmage of Ice. It was the craziest thing ever. Oh, by the way, they're running on a political ticket together for the next political revolution year. The, she's gonna be, like, vice revolutionary. He's gonna be, like, head revolutionary. I'm gonna probably, like, donate to the campaign because, you know, you gotta help out some way. It's not like they're gonna let us vote in it or whatever. And overall, I just think that, like, it was the best guest we've ever had on this podcast ever she is just so fascinating talks about her time living on the commune living with her family i think there's a little you know a little bit of tension between the the wizard and uh, her husband but hey not my place to comment and overall just a great time that sounds incredible i can't believe i slept through it hey, but you were here for the part where she levitated and then disappeared yeah that in the was van. really cool and how are you feeling buddy you look you look like you're doing better i mean i i feel i feel a little better still a little a little dizzy but i mean i think you know what would help is if we got out of this tiny teeny closet-sized apartment of mine and went to your great big spacious apartment so we could do some autobiography reading what do you think no, 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 no. You know how the fuzzy wumps react to the, the street fuzzy air. Wumps. It's just a cold. <coughs> it's just a cold. Classic <coughs> fuzzy wumps cough. Look, you're going to stay here. We're going to rest. I'm going to order you some clam chowder. And we'll watch, like, I don't know, Scandal or something. I don't. I'm too tired to argue. 
You know what? You just put on scandal and I'm just... And she's asleep. Uh, that's it for our time here on The Bookmarks. I've been Mark Bookerson. This has been Markel Bookerson. No, no relation. Oh. Also asleep. Follow us on socials, and we'll see you in the next one. Now, time for a date with destiny, perhaps? Levitate! Leviosa! Rise, feet, rise! One of these is going to have to work. Starring the vocal talents of Mark Bookerson as Cody Smith. Markel Bookerson, played by Virginia Lee. Isabel Icaramus, played by Alana White. Ashley, played by Alana White. Our podcast is supported by people like you. You can support us and other shows made by WGC by subscribing to WGC Productions on Patreon. And you can follow us at WithGoodCo on Instagram and Twitter and at WGC Productions on Tumblr and Facebook.